0: You're listening to Father Kirby Longo's Homilies, powered by Mountain Catholic. Father Kirby is a priest of the Roman Catholic Diocese of Helena, the parochial vicar of St. Anne's Parish in Butte, Montana, and chaplain of Butte Central Catholic Schools. Enjoy. You know, much, much of our world loves St. Francis uh, because, because he loved animals and preached the gospel to them. But, you know, when I was in the Sisi, where he lived, a Franciscan told us, you know, St. Francis only preached the gospel to the animals because people wouldn't listen. And then the animals listened, and then the people thought, you know, maybe he had something to say, and so they so they listened up, but the animals were listening. So, I think us, we as adults kind of get that same feeling sometimes. We just don't really want to think too deeply into the gospel because we think we've heard it all, and like for a multitude of reasons. Uh, but children tend to hear it with with fresh ears, you know, it's all new to them. So today I'm going to take the approach of just preaching to the kids, and maybe we as adults will, will hear something from them. So, I'm going to invite all the kids out, any, any kids who want to come up, up front here and listen to gospel, uh, come on up. I'm going to steal, I think this is Mary's seat, but I'm going to steal it for now and I'm going to find it. Come on up, come on up. Well, I'm gonna ask you some questions. So if you're okay with that, you guys I'm sure I'll have great answers. we everyone's on their way up? Sweet shoes on their way out right here, some light ups. All right, you're all looking mighty fine. You're all dressed to the nine, it's great. Okay, so older kids, you know, let's say seven, if you're seven, how many of you have younger siblings, like three or younger? Like, yeah, quite a few, you have some younger, some younger siblings here. Do you remember being that young? How many of you remember being two? You know, you got really good memories. Now. Oh, quite a few. We got some good memories here. You know, it's, it's crazy. As, as we get older, we tend to kind of forget our, our younger days. You know, we forget our younger years, and that's—it's kind of sad. Uh, most of us actually forget what we had for breakfast often, but—but but we definitely forget our younger years, and—and and, and it's kind of—it's kind of wild to think about, just because because they so so much of who we are today is, is the result of who we are when we were younger. You know, like, so much of what you're doing is kind of making you into the person you're going to be someday. Uh, and so, to forget that makes us kind of a mystery to ourselves in many ways. You know, like, I'll, I'll just be sitting there praying sometimes and, or, or just sitting there thinking, and suddenly this crazy memory of something that happened to me when I was younger will just come up into my head. And, and I'll think... This is, this is wild. Such a huge part of who I am today is the result of that thing. And, and I don't even remember it. You know, like, I don't even remember that it happened to me. And, and I think sometimes... Yeah, feel free to sit down if you want, you know? This is going to be short, but it's not going to be that short. But you can sit down. So, are we stuck with that, you know? Are, are we stuck with this feeling that, that who we are is a sort of mystery? I, I got a question for you. Let's say you can do anything you want tomorrow, so tomorrow you can do three things that you want, anything in the world you got, so think for a second, what are the three things you would do if you could do anything in one day and then who's got an idea, okay what would you do, pray pray, that's an awesome one, what's number two (laughs) that's a great answer You can do that any day. You can do the, the thing you want to do most all the time if you want. All right. So, what's, what, what's another one? Okay, what would you do? Ride your paddleboard? Or your hoverboard. Okay, ride your hoverboard. Wow, you guys, got, you guys got super simple various things. Eat gingerbread, man. Every day. All day. That's a great idea. What else? Pray. We got another prayer. We got some serious prayers in here. All right. What else? Um, play games. Play games. All right. So you guys have great ideas. So I've asked this question to sixth graders, eighth graders, high schoolers, college kids, full-blown adults, and I, it seems like as we get older, our answers get kind of less exciting, you could say. And I, why, why? I mean, that's that's kind of wild to think about. So our dreams sort of start start to scare us. The mm-hmm. world starts to kind of impose itself on us and and we start to think that we need to get more realistic maybe you know like my my dreams are just out of my reach i'm kind of trapped we got another question what are you guys going to be when you grow up we're going to be a policeman that's a great dream a doctor we got a doctor here what else uh a fireman fireman all right i got a fireman you're going to be a fireman too a dance teacher, alright? An elf. An elf? That's a wild one. <laughs> well, that, that's, a, that's something. You can't be an a elf. A veterinarian. So, so yeah, you guys have solid dreams. You know, I, I want to be a dentist when I was a kid. I was going to be a dentist. My dentist was a really cool guy. I really loved him. So, how many of you are 100% sure that's what you're going to be when you draw? We got some very sure people in here. You're, chase those dreams. Make sure they're going to happen. But, but when it comes down to it, I think I changed what I wanted to be about 57 times before I actually went to seminary to, to be formed as a priest. Because the future, the future is kind of mysterious to us too when it comes down to it. You know, like, we can, we can know what we want, but as to what we're actually going to be, uh, there's a lot of unknowns that are coming at us. Because we can't know the future. And so we tend to respond to this in two ways. You know, one is to try and hyper-plan our lives, to, to, to put everything into a plan where we know every possible outcome. And, and older generations tend to do this. Uh, but then younger generations, like mine, we tend to think something like, you know, I'm 25, I have multiple degrees, not very good job prospects. Of giant pile of student debt that I'm never going to pay off because it has compounding interest. You guys need to figure out what compounding interest is. Make it work for you, not against you. So, but then we just think, you know, forget planning for the future. Buy that five dollar coffee now and enjoy it. But neither of those approaches work. It's not a very, that's neither of those are a good way to approach life. They they actually both lead to despair. We can't know what's in our future, but we can have hope. Now, why can we have hope for the future? Cool. Oh, that's a tough question. Yeah. Uh, we can have hope because although we're a mystery to ourselves, you know, how we got to where we are and where we're going, we know the two things that matter most, the beginning and the end. We know where we came from and we know where we're going, all right? We came from God. God created us. No, he, cre- he created the whole universe, actually, and he proclaimed it good. And then he created us, and what did he say about us? He said, we're very good. All right? That, that we are, in a sense, his children. And then when we broke from him, what did he do? What, what are we celebrating today? Jesus' birthday. birthday. That's what we're celebrating today. So this whole, right when we broke from him, this whole journey began. In which we came to today, where, when Christ was born of Mary, and this is an incredible moment. You know, when we when when we see babies, we get pretty pumped up. I just had, to, you know, my first nephew was born three weeks ago, and I am just stoked to be an uncle. It's a, it's an amazing job. So, why why do we love babies? Why do we love babies? So, probably oh, because they drink milk. They drink milk. That's a lovable thing. <laughs> it's a very lovable thing. What else? They're cute. So I think, I think we love babies because there's this giant ball of potential. You know, they're, they're a, They could be anything. You know, this, this baby could be the first person to step on Mars. That's, that's actually your generation, 2030. That's what we're shooting for. One of you might be the first person to step on Mars. It might be my nephew though. And that's amazing. He might be the next St. Francis the next Pope John Paul II to preach the gospel in new and powerful ways. They might end the world struggle for fresh water. I don't know. But when Christ came, he showed us how to do these things. He jumped into this crazy world that we live in. And, and in doing so, he showed us that no life is unworthy of him. You know, he lived everything you guys lived. He was your age. What's your name? Brody. Brody? Bodhi. Bodhi He was Bodhi's age at one point He experienced what Bodhi experienced That's amazing No matter the situation No matter whether we're wealthy and important people Or whether we're Our life is a mess Whether we're depressed You know Whether we're on the brink of mental collapse You know that happens a lot around Christmas Probably your parents are, are Experiencing that a little bit right now and Whether we're stand-up citizens or, or felons Christ wants to be our friend So having friends is pretty awesome, right? How many of you have a really good friend that you trust? That's good. I don't think any of us can make it through life without a really good friend that we trust. And and I'm just going to tell you right now that God wants to be that friend for you. That Jesus Christ wants to be that friend. He wants it so much that he became a little baby in a manger just like this for you. Alright? Yes. Absolutely. Amen. Amen. Let's all make a promise together that we're going to spend our whole lives living out that. Living in a way that, that Christ becomes our best friend in this world. That he that He knows us better than anyone else. And he's not going to do that unless you make yourself known to him. Alright? You guys ready to do that? Let's pray together. Everybody grab a hand. If you're willing. I don't know if you want to grab a hand or something you don't know. You know, that's, that's reasonable. Alright, put your hand on their shoulder if you don't want to grab a hand. Okay, nope. Alright. Alright, Heavenly Father, we thank you for these great children, for the great mission that you've called them to. Help them to know you in new and powerful ways through your incarnation. Call them to the great mission that you have for them. Make them great saints for the next generation. Help them to know you and so to know themselves and so to know their mission in this world. Amen. Alright, you guys go back to your seats. Okay. Thank you all. You are great.